0: And we're starting off, amazingly, um, uh, with an amazing cast of this amazing film. But let's start by introducing my co-host extraordinaire. He is the Persian prince of pop culture. Gosh, he is the fan favorite. Stock. <laughs> he is uh, Mike the General Zod. Hello, everyone. As
1: always, a pleasure to be here. It's been... I always feel like i say this but it's been a little while and um yeah it's, it's been super amazing. excited to talk about this movie tonight
0: absolutely and um recurring co-host on BTV. Yes. actress extraordinaire um production extraordinaire she's ad extraordinaire um the list goes on and on my gosh she, she pretty much does everything in the world of film uh alexis baroni back on btv
2: oh ah! to be back. I got a drink in my hand. Yes. Okay. Ow, let's go.
0: Spirited beverage. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. So let's go ahead and introduce two new voices here on Below the Belt show who are Alexis's co-stars in this amazing comedy horror film. Woo-hoo. Called A Comedy of Horrors. Wow, you got both genres in the title, so I guess there's no mistake <laughs> kind of movie this. Is. Uh, <laughs> and this is volume one, which means I'm guessing there might be more. Uh, let's go ahead and start by introducing yes, Actor Extraordinaire. You might have seen him on HBO's Veep uh, as the sneezer. Um, <laughs> uh, you might have seen him in a, a lot of great projects um, in the DMV and beyond. He's an excellent theater actor as well. Uh, Dan franco hey okay.
3: thanks for having me I'm, I'm I'm really glad to finally be here i know right it's been a
0: minute yeah and, I mean, I'm, and i'm
3: so glad al that i can you know help you level up you know with your with their star caliber after you know after the night you had last night so
0: oh <laughs> i'm sorry what <laughs> oh, i think uh dan you're alluding to the we own the city uh I'm Prud- joking. Prud- I, I've, I've seen
3: Prud- pictures of Al all day with uh, with with Johnny uh, Bernthal. So Johnny,
0: Johnny Bernthal, yeah. I call him Johnny B. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a fun event. It was a fun event. Uh, Ken Arnold, like who was a part of the, the amazing film that you guys did, who actually wrote and directed, I believe, two of the segments, right? Yep. The Substitute and the uh, Welcome to Clown Town um, portions of the film, uh, which is awesome. And let's go ahead and also introduce... Um, Uh, She's in LA right now, so we got some West Coast action coming in. Um, You might have seen um, our next panelist on um, such great things as uh, Ithaca. Yes, yes. Uh, (laughs) And um, some amazing other projects, Christine Nelson.
4: Yay! Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Aw, great to have you, Christine. (laughs) Awesome. And we actually have another... um, actor from this project uh, that's going to be joining a little bit later but we'll introduce him when he joins. so uh, let's just get right into it first of all uh love the anthology style because we don't we don't see this too often uh, yeah. was this borrowed from a genre I, I know they used to do a lot of these horror genres a little back and back in the day so to speak and to see this anthology style coming back is pretty
3: cool. yeah i, I think it was um you know they 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 really wanted to, you know, we had Night Watchman that came out a couple of years ago, and they really wanted to get another project up and on its feet as as quickly as possible. And um, instead of trying to to write and edit and put together a a feature, they really wanted to go into uh, a horror comedy anthology. And there's a lot of there's a lot of great um, horror anthologies lately, and I think Alexis is in one, aren't you in one of the VHS anthologies?
2: I am. Yes, I'm in VHS too.
3: Yeah. So um, there's a lot of great horror anthologies out there, but they're not, there's not a lot of horror comedy anthologies. So that's right. really really <laughs> what they uh, they were aiming for there.
0: Yep. Yeah, I had that in mind with the opening promo uh, with Grant Crane from Killing Clowns from Outer Space because uh, that's kind of, uh, I feel like, an homage to uh, the first uh, uh, part. So I guess we can go uh, story by story and talk about each uh, uh, amazing um, uh, part of this film. Uh, the first part is Welcome to Clown Town. So, yeah. This, uh, features, uh, Dan Franco, uh, you play Chuckles, <laughs> which was awesome. Uh, and I, uh, I love how the sound effects were, uh, uh consistent throughout the entire, uh, uh, portion of this, this film, um, everything from the clown walking to honking everyone's no- nose to, uh, <laughs>
3: yeah, they, did, they did, they had a lot of great world building in there yeah. and, and gave us freedom to do that and, and, uh. And and like they established early on that one of Deluca's squeakers in his uh, in his shoe is is broken, so that continues through the whole the whole thing. So they, <laughs> they did a great job on the sound
0: design for this. Now it's interesting because uh, usually the clowns are the antagonists, right? So this is where the clowns become the protagonists. Um, there's a family of clowns. There's you know sheriff clowns. So I, right, right then and there, that's that's a first, right?
3: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's like a it's like an alternate, uh, it's part of the the uh, megaverse or with the, uh, the right. multiverse. Right. But in this in this universe, uh, the clowns are the regular people just going <laughs> through their day, cops and barbers <laughs> and store clerks and that uh, is really. And uh, yeah, so um and actually it, it kind of came from right as back to the night watchman right as we were getting ready to release that and that has clowns in it as well. Um. There were these all these stories. If you remember around 2017, 2016, there were all these towns where where like on the outskirts of town and the parks and just clowns were showing up. They weren't doing anything. They weren't messing with anybody. They were just showing up and standing there <laughs> and freaking people out. And so I think they got the you know, they kind of got this idea that what if it was flipped? What if clowns were the regular people doing their
0: their everyday thing and, and clowning regular
3: people freaked them
0: the hell out? yeah wow uh so uh <laughs> chuckles uh, tell us a little bit about your character of chuckles 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 um chuckles is just uh, a guy going through his day and
3: uh and the 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 killer the t zero double d um he uh he's he's tracking tracking chuckles you know and tracks him back to his house and apparently there was there was a big massacre in the nineteen eighties which is where the where the movie kind of begins and uh and and so then, as this person's tracking me, uh, Ken Arnold and Dan DeLuca, Sheriff Skittles and Deputy Jingles, I think I, I can't remember DeLuca's uh, character's name. I think it's Jingles. And um, they're trying to track down this killer, trying to follow the follow the clues through town. And uh, I sort of end up being the final girl in this one. So it's great. It's uh, the final you know, I get, girl. I get to be in the house with uh, by, by a by a machete murderer.
0: <laughs> and it's great uh, makeup and costuming uh how did you enjoy that process
3: i did not enjoy that process
0: um <laughs> the the pancake makeup uh definitely oh, does not come
3: off it. as easily it goes on and uh i actually had an audition a couple uh a couple days later and i still had blue in in like the creases of my eyelids <laughs> i scrubbed and scrubbed and residual it clowning <laughs> right. yeah. i got the part so i guess they were they were down with that so
0: down with That's the clown. Just it, a
3: little shadow, you know.
0: <laughs> and you work with your son, right?
3: I did. My son got to play my, my son. It's actually the third time he's done that. Um, uh, we were on, a, he did a 48-hour film with us, and then he also did um, uh, Chris Perilla's movie, Nothing From Something. Nice. Um, so he played my son in that as well. So um, he and Ken Arnold's daughter, uh, Wilhelmina, play the the clown children in our family, so
0: wow that's awesome and we have yeah. another cast member joining the panel um last time he was on below the belt show we were talking about blockers so we're happy to have him back uh, actor extraordinaire jimmy bellinger <laughs> hello jimmy guys- good to have you on below the belt show thank you
5: can you guys hear me yeah, yeah. okay good doing? i'm just making sure thank you so much and by the way that was too many nice things that you said uh to introduce me you can just say redhead that acts
0: <laughs> jimmy's also joining us from los angeles right yes i am the, the, you're actually joining at the perfect time because we're going chronologically in the story arcs in a comedy of horrors volume one so we just discussed the welcome to clown town so uh the nice. second story arc is uh fun with ferkley yes yeah, so uh Jimmy, uh, you work very closely with a puppet and Jackie Jones, a great actress from the DMV originally. Uh Tell us a little bit about your segment of this film.
5: Yeah, you know, um, I had never worked with a puppet before and I was told that they were difficult to work with, uh, that they could be real divas and uh, it's true, I mean, puppets are are real assholes um so it was
1: so it was ferkley like doing method acting like during the entire during the entire production <laughs>
5: yeah i mean there were times that i don't even know if ferkley knew that we were filming uh you know something i think that he was just you know he was just there present and and living his life very dangerously
3: um, <laughs> Fool jared leto
5: oh my gosh so much yeah no but uh it was very fun um you know it was definitely an interesting experience uh only and by what what i mean by interesting is that having to kind of uh act with myself occasionally as well as with another actor you know uh i there were times where i was in control of the puppet and having to kind of uh control it and move it as well as there were times where it was michael you know um right and uh and so he, you know, having to kind of try and, uh, you know, balance that where there were times where it was him and times where it was me and trying to kind of act with myself was very interesting, fun, uh, really silly at times. Uh, you know, if you if you watch it, you'll see there's some pretty uh, oh, yeah. rid- ridiculous moments.
0: Uh <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> Yeah. To say the least. You always get yourself in these compromising positions uh, in blockers uh, in the bedroom scene and, of course, with the puppet in the bedroom scene. So I. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah, it's it's in my contract, you know, <laughs> uh, but they, ha- they can't be like good. They have to be bad like that. You you know, bad. Like they have to be uncomfortable and really weird. That's what's important.
0: How did they come up with the design of Ferkley? Was it after any particular, maybe Muppet, Sesame Street? Well, to be
5: honest, I don't know, but uh, I'm sure Michael was heavily involved in that, I'm sure, and was heavily a part of that. And uh, however that came about, and maybe Dan knows more than I do, uh, it was obviously an uh, an awesome puppet. Whatever, what what became was awesome, but Dan, I'm sure, can uh, talk more about that.
3: Yeah, I believe um, I believe that uh, there was there were different iterations. I think originally Berkeley was going to be orange, and then um, and then Jamie and Michael kind of landed on on this uh, blue. It, it kind of has a a little bit of Cookie Monster to him, but uh, yeah, yeah,
0: you know. I thought I thought so. Yeah,
3: but but just enough to not get sued.
0: <laughs> Instead of eating cookies, he's eating crotches and faces. Right, correct, exactly. That's right. <laughs> Uh, how did you like working with Jackie? Jackie's a favorite of ours. She was
5: great. Yeah, you know, I'd never I'd never met her before, um, and it was great to meet her. She was, you know, I think the I think the great thing about her is that, um, look, we were shooting something really weird, uh, you know, and, and at times, uh, I mean, all the time, but there were times where things were stranger than others, and uh, and I think that she she was always there was never any like uh like hesitation or you know what I mean or or, or mm-hmm. nervousness like she was like down to do it, you know, whatever we were doing. Um and also especially the thing is there's a lot of improv happening, you know, I mean oh, cool. uh, you know, with Ferkley with Michael, you know, he he can just go off and stuff. And that can be intimidating at times uh for people who don't do a ton of comedy potentially. Not that I'm saying that she doesn't, but I you know, but it can be intimidating. And so she was there listening, playing along. She didn't, you know, she wasn't freezing up and being like, I'm not sure what, what am I supposed to say here with this crazy riff that's happening. And, you know, you know, that there's so much content that we probably filmed that, it, you know, that didn't even make it because we were just, there's a lot of improv, a lot of fun, a lot of play. Uh, and so there were moments that I'm sure for her could be intimidating, but she was like, here I am, you know, I'm ready to kick some uh, puppet booty. And uh, she did.
0: Nice. Now, how how do you like working with improv uh, in general when you're giving? Uh,
5: Yeah, I mean, I love it. You know, some of my favorite projects at least involve some improv. You know, I mean, I think that it's great when you can film something and you can get what they want, what's written and get that in the can, get that, get that recorded. And then, you know, getting a chance to play around. uh, I think it's really um, I think it's really fun for me. I don't, not everyone, I've definitely worked with people who feel intimidated by it, like I was talking about, and that's something I have experienced before, which is why I brought it up, Uh, but I like it. I think it's fun, and and a lot of the times you end up finding really cool moments out of it that you can add in, um, Mm. and being able to improv also gives, uh, at the end of the day, I feel like it gives the director, the producers a lot of choices, Mm. uh, the editors themselves a lot of choices, (laughs) you know, so... Yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot of fun. And sometimes it can go, you know, in crazy directions and be ridiculous. But most of the time, it's just a, it's just a good time.
1: Had you had um, any improv training before, um, you know, before you got into comedic acting?
5: Um, no. And yes, I mean, before that, no. But I have done some improv stuff out here with like UCB and stuff. But right. Um, but no, I mean, I think that I just, I think that it was just doing like working on things and over time and playing with other actors and stuff on camera and stuff. You have, you know, I think that experience is also education. And so I feel like that's also where I kind of like learned to play around and, you know, and sometimes it's great. And sometimes you say weird stuff that never is going to make it anywhere. You know, <laughs>
0: you know? Right? Feeling. yeah, Dan, were there any improv segments for Welcome to Clown Town? Or was the most um, by the book.
3: There, there were some, yeah, some with the. Um, uh, I, I I believe there's there's a moment with the. Uh, with a cat that that kind of came up, out of improv. I don't think that was scripted, and it just was sort of it, it was sort of collectively improv.ed um, You know, it wasn't on the shoot, but it was sort of a kind of try something kind of kind of deal. So.
0: Awesome, all right, and let's go on to the third uh, part of this amazing film. Last Maid Standing. And we had two of the <laughs> two of the stars of that uh, yeah. story, Alexis Veroni and Christine Nelson. And, and, and interesting enough, Alexis, you play Christine.
2: Oh, my God. Right? I know. Which is <laughs> That's interesting. such uh,
0: <laughs> And uh, you play Lucy, Christine, right? Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> interesting on, on that, when you're actually playing uh, Christine, and Christine, you're playing a different And Alexis,
4: <laughs> I don't know if you still have yours, but. I do. I should have worn it. Margaritas in Mayhem. <laughs> no, I have my cover. I just have no idea where it is. I pulled that out of my closet just for this. Aww.
0: <laughs> what a story, ladies. Uh, this last mate standing um, was wow. Just shocks. A lot of shocks, a lot of jaw dropping moments. Um, uh, tell us about your experience on set for that.
4: You first. I, I thought it was uh, really fun. I mean, it's always fun to work with your friends too. I I yeah. think yeah. I really out of the cast, I really only knew Alexis at first, but all the girls were really amazing and awesome to work with. Um, and I feel like we did a lot of improv as well, didn't we? Um, I I did fuck tons. Yes.
0: <laughs> you fuck can curse tons. on the show, by the way. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, no, I plan on, I plan on. I have, I have like, I'll, I'll bring up some of my favorite lines that I knew weren't gonna make it in, <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, I, I, don't know about you, Christine. I did a fuck time.
4: <laughs> I know that whole moment where you and Francesca, who plays Paulette, were talking about like, I want to be my friend or whatever, and and she's like, I already got a friend. That whole bit.
2: <laughs> I think was oh, we can team up. We can be allies or whatever. She's already got a friend. and then, then Francesca says, "Francesca, man, if I fucking love her." She's like, "I've got a, I've got a friend, Leslie." And then I say, "Lexi." And then she says, "Lucy." And then she's like, "Lucy, whatever." So it's just Francesca and I came up with that like on the spot. She's like, "Leslie." And I'm like, "Lexi, Lucy, no, okay, whatever." Who fucking I was on I was that day. Like, that
3: that bit is. It it gets me every time. I was there when you shot it. It was it's so fucking funny. And and it, and then it's, it's, it's her final part. Shit.
0: Like. <laughs> Dan, you're actually uh one of the actors that has two stories. You're in two parts of this film. I do. Pop yeah. Up.
3: I have a little uh, little cameo Hi. Easter egg um that. Uh, yes. Because because I have friends in the business apparently that <laughs> like to make me do ridiculous shit.
2: This is also part of his contract, whereas Jimmy has to do, like, all the uncomfortable shit. Dan has to dance, do a sexy dance. Yes.
3: yes. That's a thing, yeah. hasn't
0: it? Is, like, the sexy
3: He
1: <laughs> You really filled out a punch costume really well.
3: Thank you. Yeah, I definitely filled it out. That was uh, Those were some short shorts right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. They required
3: different underwear. To, uh, to not, yeah, that was so, that was uh, that was special. That so, was, that was a fitting that I really enjoyed.
0: So had the party not gone awry, we would probably seen a lot more of of uh, your your character Dan.
3: <laughs> but fortunately, there
0: there was uh, there was some murdering. You know, <laughs> I mean it's a horror film, uh, guys. So yeah, sadly characters oh, are, are are gonna are gonna die. We're not going to talk spoilerish though. But uh, <laughs> I do love that the last bride standing. Um, uh, theme because you're you know the audience is wondering who's gonna make it out who's gonna make yeah. it alive you know mm-hmm. we're not gonna and, say
2: shit i'm not gonna say shit you right gotta, that no. we, <laughs>
0: it's very it's very hunger games ish very squid games ish <laughs> a know? little bit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's so, a lot of weapons so yes can we talk about how how that how you're handling those weapons and was there any intimidation with this
4: for me yes I was very afraid to use the weapons, especially the axe. And everything was really safe on set. Like I had a foam axe um, at one point, but I was still, I still so afraid. I like, I was like, I'm going to hurt somebody somehow. (laughs) I'm so scared (laughs) to use the axe. Uh, But everything was really safe. I was just very, I'm very new to the world of, um, I guess like set weapons. I've never really done that before, so yeah, that's a new experience for me at least. That, it was it was it was a very safe set too.
2: You know, mm-hmm. like it was. Um, Jeff Wilhelm is was our stunt coordinator. Um, he was great with making sure, like I can I can only speak for myself here, but making sure that we all understood how things worked or what have you. There was nothing that fired anyway, um, so that was really helpful. You know, there were no guns or anything. Um, right, no guns, of course.
0: Thank God, right. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. So that, that was helpful. And I mean, we had a crossbow and I think it's funny cause I mean, if you really look at it, like I'm i I'm a poster holding this fucking crossbow. Not- <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Um, but no, it was, it was great. Um, I personally had no issues handling weapons on set, but I've also done weapons training as a martial artist. So for me, I'm like smack in the face, but oh, it's okay. I'm good. I know what I'm doing. Um, but it's funny because I actually recently just finished, um, assistant directing on a on a feature with the prop master who made the axe that was the foam axe that was rented to our to this project and he's like dude I've never met you before now but that's my axe and I was like what so it was pretty (laughs) fucking wild
0: (laughs) (laughs) seems like a lot of fun to shoot Zod you had a question and I, I I I through through over yet. Yeah. That's that that's quite all right. I'm I'm
1: used to being talked over. That's fine. I'll be okay. <laughs> no, I just uh, I was uh, oh I was God. just going to ask like uh with your with your experience on the set. I mean, was it difficult to play pretty much vapid sociopaths the way you guys uh but <laughs> or... <laughs> No. <laughs>
3: say it was it was it was a little disturbing watching how easily Alexis slid into that place just, yeah. just for the
4: record Yeah I thought it was beautiful I thought Actually Christine
3: Christine your
1: character your character was actually like probably the most sympathetic of all of the characters in that Yeah
4: uh, Yeah um I really love uh the character of Lucy because I feel like she's the level head, the really loyal friend out of mm-hmm. maybe what's the word for this group of women I, <laughs> but um the bitch collective <laughs> yeah something like that um so I feel like maybe she's uh she's in her own little space separate from everyone else in a weird way mm-hmm. um uh yeah I sort of I felt kind of badly for her <laughs> I I won't say in all the ways but you know <laughs> Yeah. watch out for the quiet ones
0: <laughs> where, where did you shoot uh um this uh this uh scene
4: it was at was it, it was bill
2: stuffy's house mm, bill stuffy's house that's all we're gonna say annapolis there you go that's it next thing you know out. people are gonna like be driving by being like
0: it's gonna be one of those iconic houses you're take to to it's okay he doesn't live there anymore
4: Oh, oh, fast. Okay. Okay. Well <laughs> okay. Then, then it's, it's fine. Address.
0: And it's
3: literally like like the 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 dock that that Matthew Bowerman um, goes out onto is the backyard. I mean that is the exact space, you know, that wasn't B roll footage of the, the the house at the beginning of it. That was the house.
4: Yep. Um I had it's a lot of heart to We did it. The three of us sat in the back yeah. and we were you and me and Francesca, right? We had like yeah. nice heart to hearts out there. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Did she have a baby now? Uh, oh yeah, she does. <laughs> uh
0: The director uh, is Nick Tucker and Taylor Hamilton. So two directors and yeah. writers of this this story, of the third yeah, story. Yeah, they're,
3: they're out of California. Uh, Nick has ties to this area. Um, he's done some some uh, you know prior films, and and I think Ken had connected with him through the Annapolis Film Festival mm-hmm. way back when. And uh, they stayed in touch and Nick and Tucker, Nick and Taylor um, came out and did this segment and they, I, I'm going to be, be honest, you know, I, I think it's my favorite of the, I love, I love them all, but I think this one's my favorite of the bunch and uh,
0: uh, they, uh, Jimmy's giving you the middle <laughs> finger. Jimmy, you had a, a great uh, DMV based director and uh, Jamie Nash, yeah? Yes. Yeah, definitely. definitely. was uh, it like being directed by Jamie?
5: It was good, you know. Um, uh, with Jamie, it was like he was—he um, had his plan. He had what he wanted to shoot. shoot, but he was also very open to trying things, to exploring things. To again, there was working with Berkeley, working with Michael. There's a lot of improv happening, uh, and he—he um, uh, he rolled with it the whole time. So. I think that's kind of uh, an important part of this. Uh, working with Jamie is that he was very down to kind of do whatever. I think that's really important. And it was pretty fun uh, working with him because he had his plan. He was a very, um, uh, you know, uh, he had his storyboard and everything. But if things, if an idea came up, he was like, okay, let's do it. And I think that was important.
0: That's awesome. Being very receptive to the actors, very yeah. Cool. I
2: to say that it was pretty. It, it felt super similar, and that doesn't surprise me about Jamie at all. I love working with Jamie. I'm kind of disappointed I didn't get a chance to work with Jamie on on this particular movie anthology. Um, but working with Nick and Taylor was kind of a lot of the same thing, um, especially within the realm of improvisation. So that was that was pretty that was pretty sweet. You know, it's just like filmmaking in general should be a collaboration you know there's times when of course you need Mm -hmm. that hierarchy you need that you know it's just like nope direction we're going with it but in general especially independent filmmaking it's so key to have that collaboration and that just felt like it felt like i could go and i did multiple times like talk to nick and i was like hey can can i try this and he's like do it and i was like sick so it was you know it (laughs) it was nice you know um uh i yeah, it was, it was, it was a great experience. I just, I can remember so many lines I said them. like, there's, there's no way they're going to put this in there, but I was like, but it's so good.
1: <laughs> so, so did you see the, like, uh, cause I know like sometimes collaboration leads to like some unfortunate compromises. You never got to that level. Like you were able to keep it. it I mean, the, the finished product is, is obviously great. So it's, uh, it looks like that's what happened, but. Like, I I know that there's always the danger of going into, you know, suddenly it becomes this thing by committee, which nobody
3: likes. I'm glad it didn't work with us.
2: No, when there's too many cooks in the kitchen, that becomes a problem. That is a problem. Um, That was definitely not the case here. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, it's just like, I I can only speak for myself here and my experience in doing both sides of the camera, but the fact that like it's just easy i I personally find that it's easy for me to read it's like now is not the time to throw this idea out there we're just gonna do it as it is and finish it you know because especially if you're hearing you know god love the crew god love all crews or whatever and they're trying not to freak the actors out because at the end of the day if if we can't perform because our mind space isn't there you spent 10 hours lighting something we can't fucking work with um it's true but that's just it like you know you have those moments where you're like listening to the crew and they just they seem the energies there and you're like "Uh, uh," you know and so it's just Mm -hmm. like yeah I don't think I'm gonna try that one thing I had in my mind that's gonna take 10 minutes (laughs) no (laughs) you're gonna stay (laughs) alone and just keep moving on so
3: and there was there was a time crunch so these these were um we each each segment was allotted um well the four the four primary segments was allotted a week so so uh the first one was the the last the last segment that we haven't talked about yet, but that one shot in Atlanta. And then it was Clowntown, <laughs> Berkeley, and Last Made. Each one was a week. It was actually five days with a couple of days off before, until it rolled into the next one. So there wasn't a lot of time to, to waste on, on, you know, you kind of, it, they came in with the plan. Uh, the cool thing was that for the most part, a lot of the crew rolled over from one week to the next. Oh, cool. um, some of them changed jobs. Because like, I know there's
0: multiple directors and writers, but yeah. the other crew remained the same throughout yeah. all f- four segments. Yeah.
3: For the most part. So so it was it had to move quickly because there wasn't a lot of times so there wasn't a lot of uh, just sitting around and, and committeeing about what what we were going to try. Because we did have to move it, every every production had to move really, really quickly and be very tight. It yeah. almost felt on some of the shoots, it almost felt 48 hour film-ish that we were moving kind of that quickly, shooting that much content in a day. Um, so, but it was it was fun. It was it, and it was it created this really great collaborative environment, you know, that that everybody across all of the at least all of the three and four um that we that we shot here in Maryland, four that we shot here in Maryland.
0: I love it. Let's give a shout out to Ken Arnold and Dan DeLuca. Who are the writer directors of uh, not only the Welcome to Clown Town segment, but also the Substitute segment, which is basically the storytelling in between, like kind of like the the, framing. uh, Framing. Thank you, General Zod. Yes. Uh, (laughs) So that was really awesome. So uh, I guess if you could speak for for Dan and and Ken, um, Dan, um, how was that uh, collaboration um, to get not only the welcome clown town the opening segment but also have the substitute separate each story yeah so the substitute
3: uh they shot that uh, in between i believe they shot that in between ferkley and mm-hmm. last made uh so that was uh like a i think that was one day honestly and uh they brought in those kids and uh they shot all of the kid stuff and then they got them out of there for all of kathy kathy searle is the substitute and she is phenomenal
0: she's a great um, actress She's so she good I saw her Red Super Bowl. Bowl commercial.
3: Yeah, yeah, Super Bowl commercial. She's been in a ton of commercials, um, and she has a uh, um, I can't remember the name uh, something kill. I have to look it up. Um, she has a movie that is just now going out on the release circuit. Um, love t- on, Titanic, what? Titanic. Yes, Titanic. Love and Kill Ernie, I think, is the the, the movie <laughs> she's she's got out in addition <laughs> to this, um, but uh, and the makeup that they did so so and then there's some there's some shots out there in the world of it i think it's in the trailer so i'm not giving anything away she as this as you know as you come back between the segments um she's a little more deranged a little more you know eyes sunken and then she by the end she's a full-blown like like horror witch and um yeah that was probably
0: a very uh um, similar to agatha in uh, wandavision
3: oh yeah yeah definitely
0: I kind see the uh, similarities um,
3: and that was probably a seven hour application that that uh, uh, Steve Bauer and uh, Juliana Braffa did in like an hour and a half I mean they they were flying uh, you know you could see them because with shooting, you anytime you work with kids things don't go quite as quickly as you think they will and yeah we were, you know they we were getting time crunch and you could see them because labor one these doing too. that that <laughs> yeah Lunch <laughs> is when they were doing that application you could see them just prepping and trying to get everything ready so that it would just go right on her and it was it was amazing like it was amazing to watch this thing happen
0: yeah very very awesome segments in Shout between to,
3: like, the makeup
2: team yeah, yeah. for Last main standing, too, because, I mean, like, all of the tiny little, like, the Christine's, like, makeup, you know, like, her makeup streaking down her face and then, like, the blood on my forehead. (laughs) It's perfect every damn time. This needs to be, like, in film schools. It's like, this is how you do continuity, kids. Like, they did such an amazing job. And, you know, as Dan said, like, it's just we have to move so fast that in order, you know, it's just it is an art form. So. Fuck yes, jokesters, guys, yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, the jokesters, the jokesters did the 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 makeup on that one and on uh, on on Ferkley. So we yeah. had we, we they split it uh, between the two of them.
0: Yeah, and I love how you got to do practical effects for horror yeah. sometimes. You know, doing mm-hmm. the CG is cool, but you got to have uh, the blood and guts, so to speak. Uh, I think it really uh, resonates uh, and gives that uh, old school horror feel. Feel so that's cool. Um, and there's one more story to talk about, the um, the good head, <laughs> the part four with Matt Cerrito, Addie Weyrich. Um, if anyone could speak on, on this segment, uh, I guess we don't have an active representative from that particular story, but uh, uh, I, it's very unique. And I, again, every story is very different. Yeah. This one in particular is very different. Yeah.
3: So this one, this one was the group, uh, you know, Henry Henry Zebrowski, Matt Servito, and Addie Weirich. Uh they, they they work on uh, Your Pretty Face Is Going to Hell. or They at the time were working on
0: the show. Uh, Your Pretty I was a going huge
1: fan of that show. Yeah, it was. You
0: recognize him immediately, Zod. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: that's that's where I recognize Matt Servito from.
0: So now the funny thing
3: is, is that it's almost like a meta, um, a meta story because uh, the character that Henry Zebrowski is playing, Shane, is is based off of Shane Morton. Who is the makeup guy for your pretty face? So, <laughs> in that set, in that last thing, there was not a single piece of set decoration that had to happen for this film, other than the the Silver Streak statue. That that place looks like that full time, one hundred percent of the time. It is a it is basically a a walk through horror museum and makeup shop. Is there a giant
1: and, Milton Berle penis in there? Uh,
3: there is now. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, have one. I have that one over here. <laughs> for the sequel, you
0: you take that penis and you put that in the the poncho's uh, briefs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh uh, but God. yeah, no. This
2: Christine's is... over there drinking. Look at this. She's like.
0: <laughs> but um. This for the second. Shane is Shane is the makeup guy too. <laughs> yeah.
3: Shane's the makeup guy, and Henry's character is based on him, and obviously Matt's character is based off of uh. Just enough off of him to not get sued again, but just based off of uh, Robert Downey, Robert Jr. Downey and, Jr. and I an saw Iron that. Man-ish uh, character.
0: I totally um, saw that. Everything to the goatee and everything was uh, yeah. yeah.
3: So it's, and that was you know that was uh, that group down there pulled that one together and it's um it's it's a blast as well. Um, you know uh, obviously there's a for those you know just a, a quick synopsis for those who who haven't seen the movie yet. It basically the this movie star filming a, a big blockbuster superhero movie has to go get a um a face mold for a practical special effect and mm-hmm. the uh the guy running the the, the effects shop is a super fan super weird fan and uh uses voodoo to capture part of his soul and then chaos ensues
0: and yeah super fan and well it's a psychopath as well uh- <laughs> but that would be revealing a little bit uh, too much about that segment. That is cool. So now, were the were there time um, restraints for each story so that could fit the certain full runtime of the film?
3: I think they gave them 15 to 20. Um, okay. We come in almost dead on 90 minutes, I want to say. Um, so they, I think they were trying to get into that 80 to 90 minute um, sweet spot.
0: Love it. Now everybody here is a, a part of an amazing um, – Group called the Actors Club, yep. which was really, really cool. Um, uh, I think that's just a great way to uh, kind of bring the actors together and the friendships have formed. So, that being said, were was auditioning still necessary for the film, or was it one of those you guys were closely together, you guys are already friends, you um, just kind of uh, offered roles?
5: I uh, actually slept my way to the park. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> Best way. <laughs> Yeah, with a lot of people. Like, more and, uh, than you should, more add, you should than talk these... about your
2: experience with Ferkley there, yeah? yeah.
5: Well, he was the final one I had to convince. Yeah.
2: So that,
5: that so, one. So there's a scene in the show that is based on reality. Uh, so it was
1: it's, uh, a hierarchy you had to go up.
5: Exactly, and the top of that is a puppet. <laughs> yeah.
3: And and the puppet intimacy coaches are they are um, you know. it's it's a unique skill set (laughs) yeah Yeah,
5: but they're amazing i mean i felt very comfortable
2: (laughs) i know I i can speak to myself in saying that yes there for me there was auditioning um it's funny because originally i wasn't cast as christine i was cast as Who the fuck was I cast as? I don't even
4: know. I was cast it's as I changed some of the characters at some point around too. So. Yeah. I mean I think originally I was cast as Morgan
2: Flanagan's role. Um so mm. the girl I end up teaming up with yes. in in our Hunger Games. That's great. Um but I definitely like I, I mentioned to um to Ken during our interview, and I was like honestly, Christine fit me way better. Like, I just, there was a, there was a moment when I was, when I was improv and Nick was like, this is perfect. He's like, you're belligerent, but not sloppy. And I, that was my, my Instagram bio for like the longest time. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a drunk Alexis. So yeah, it was pretty, pretty good. So there was auditioning on, on my end and I actually did it. Like I was on the road and I, I auditioned
4: Christine. Did you also read for Mary's role? I think they gave us all I don't maybe I'm wrong but I the Mary monologue and like some scenes with like other bridesmaids talking about like the engagement ring scene or or something like that yeah it was like oh look at oh that's why it's so small it's that shit yeah I think we all did the morning bitches monologue um for the audition which is fun yeah that was that
2: was that was pretty good that was that was pretty fun yeah so
4: christine also
0: had to audition yeah I'm... i did have to audition mm-hmm. as well <laughs> how about you dan because uh, i know that you did night watchman with uh ken and uh dan luca before so was it one of those deals your it, chuckles your are chuckles
3: it was uh i i this I, I did have to audition for the night watchman i did not have to audition for this and then of course the uh the dancing thing that was uh by the way you're doing this so um <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Oh, so man, I love basically it. Basically, at this point, they're just going to put me anywhere they can They can embarrass me. So, you know, if there's something awful mm-hmm. that has to happen to somebody, I'm pretty sure I got a
0: part. Love it. Now, I, I saw Conspicuous Volume 1 attached to the end of this uh, movie title. So are we going to see a Volume 2? We hope, you know. If people rent it
3: and and watch it then uh hopefully our our investors will make their their money back and be ready you know, be all in for a part two well if they have
1: sequels for each sequel you have to add another genre to the title so it becomes a dramatic comedy of horrors part, <laughs> yes. part two and then maybe a tragic drama dramatic comedy of horrors
3: <laughs> two comedy two horror
1: yeah, yeah
0: exactly like there we go furious, right? <laughs> That is brilliant. But does there any like rough plans for maybe just plot lines for the second volume?
3: I think they're bouncing some things around. But right now they're they're finishing up. Um, while so we shot this in October and just into the mm-hmm. first week of November of nineteen. Okay. And then obviously the world shut down. Um, right. You know, so which actually gave them the opportunity to finish it, to edit it, and and have all that stuff happening. But during that period of time, uh, almost exactly a year ago. Um, they went over to Austria and shot uh, a horror western, not a comedy, uh, full full fledged, just uh, legitimate horror. Um, and uh, and so th- they have that coming up next. So right now their focus is finishing that, but they are looking to you know kind of trying to piggyback that to the next thing. And uh, so so they're definitely uh, they're definitely you know running down the the options for for uh, for volume two.
0: Awesome. Of course, you can check out volume one on all your favorite uh, platforms, right, Dan?
3: Everywhere. Um, Amazon, iTunes, YouTube. I just found it on YouTube the other day. I thought it was uh, somebody had just posted it, you know, just in, in general, like hacked it. But um, no, YouTube has it for rent. Um, I had it. It's on um, Comcast On Demand. Um, mm-hmm. VUBIC, Woody, we're in Canada. Rogers, Canada, Shaw Canada. um, i can't think of the other ones but pretty much anywhere you you look for it uh, uh voodoo fandango um and i think there's a couple
0: others love it and of course facebook google, dot, it. google it yeah facebook.com slash a comedy of horrors and then instagram.com slash comedy of horrors film for the social media for the film and uh yeah you got to check this out guys my god i can and implore the listeners and everyone uh to please check out uh and support independent film. Um but this is like high quality, high production indie guys. Come on, right? This yeah. is very studio I mean this is very high budget studio looking film. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Thank it, you for 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 what you guys accomplished. And the actors everyone's fantastic. Fantastic actors involved with this project. So wow, this is great. But um I know everyone I mean, here's I, also I, Hey, yeah I
3: do want to call out. We, we were talking about this before the show. Um, yes. the 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 last made segment also has uh, our oh, yes. our friend Greg crow. Thank you. Greg um, crow so Greg crow makes an appearance in that and unfortunately, um during the last year we we lost him um, oh, and he was just kind of one of the one of those actors who was the heart and soul of the d c Baltimore acting yeah. community and uh, and our actors club group and and just uh, and and you know he was he'd just been on the the politician on netflix and he was just one of those guys that was just you know he was in eighth grade the bo burnham movie the 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 principal he he was, he was blowing a star up. on the and rise he, right yeah yeah, yeah. That
0: is and so, uh, so
3: that you know we, we dedicated the movie to him um we, we that happened just before it, it premiered and, and ken had time to get that in right right there right before they've got uh, print lock so um oh wow so you know it is uh it's always he was always just the best to have on set and uh so we we miss the hell out of him and and Rasik and and you know we've lost too many great people in our acting family around here
0: Absolutely Greg fantastic actor Rasik, phenomenal actor as well um yeah they're they're definitely very very missed for sure their talents are missed and and personally they're missed as well Yeah um uh, before we wrap up, I'd like for everyone to maybe a form to to promote uh, anything that you're working on now uh, or maybe past projects that you want people to watch. Let's start with Alexis.
2: Why do you always want to start with me? I mean, <laughs> um, so I obviously, you know, besides watching a comedy of horrors, volume one, right. uh, definitely check out, you know, as, as Dan had mentioned, another another anthology piece that I have a bit roll in. Um called VHS 2 that's also, I believe, on Netflix. Um,
0: awesome. i got to watch that.
2: It's amazing. And then, you know, I've got other stuff in the pipeline, not ready to talk about it yet, but, you know, it is – we just keep moving. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what that's what I've got. So thank you uh, for, you know, having me. Yeah.
0: yeah. And Alexis is going to be hanging out for uh, pop culture banter. Uh, yep. Alexis, we, we actually have a film that we're going to be in uh, together, right? Yeah. The Back Door's I, Closing. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah, set factors closing they're still uh, they're still in principal photography for that so that won't be out for a little while but um, that's that's pretty fun so. Yeah, I'm
0: excited for that one um, that's going to be awesome Uh Jimmy what you got going on in Los Angeles, my man. Uh, you know
5: just uh, just alive and well um now, so I have a uh, yeah I got a movie coming out sometime this year I hope I don't know you know um but hopefully it's called shaky shivers It's actually another horror comedy.
0: Yeah, I saw that on your IMDb, cool.
5: Yeah, it's directed by Sung Kang, who's from the Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, It's actually his directorial debut, Uh, and that was another very silly, a lot of improv movie uh, coming out called Shaky Shivers. They definitely play with a lot of uh, different genres, and there's a lot of uh, practical um, special effects makeup in it (laughs) that's pretty cool and fun. Uh that you guys will see it's pretty intense, fun, crazy stuff um so yeah, that'll be out uh i hope, hope hopefully this year I believe is the plan um you know again, don't quote me on that, but I believe that's the plan and then uh, yeah, and then I'm just uh yeah, I've got a lot of things kind of um in the works, and that's you know i'm 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 happy to be out here, and you know the weather's great, can't complain.
0: Uh, you know, and so uh yeah, that's what we got going on right now. Awesome. And I gotta throw out uh blockers again because I still really yeah. much, really love that movie. Have they ever have not talked about a sequel yet? Because
5: um I mean there was talk initially, but I think that probably a lot of a lot of talk of any sequels at the time probably got shut down pretty quick with COVID. Uh so you know, even if there was any sort of talk about it, like I know I heard I heard some stuff about something about an LA version or like like some sort of sequel thing, but uh, or I don't even know, but I don't think so. I mean, don't again. Look, I'm I'm just a pretty face that is hired to act (laughs) and think An empty vessel that is just just here. Yeah. So like, honestly, that's up to those people, you know, that's up to the people that don't look like this that have to make those decisions, you know? Right. I mean? Uh, so yeah, you know, we'll see. Um, but
0: regardless it
5: was still, uh, yeah, I mean, you can still go and watch blockers so people should do it just cause it's fun.
0: Yes. It's so much fun. It's like, lots of laughs. Christine, yeah, no, you're no. also in Los Angeles. Um, and you told me that you're, you're involved with some murder mystery, a virtual murder mystery.
4: Oh, this is just like my side hustle. But yeah, I, I do virtual murder mystery games for like corporate companies. Um, and they interrogate us in different Zoom breakout rooms and try to figure out <laughs> who the murderer is. It's very fun. Um, it seems
0: like a lot of fun. Yeah. It. I've that never even heard of that. Thing. I didn't know. The... I
4: can't. Yeah. I'm hearing about this now. Yeah. Um, I do that, and I also do, um, I'm a virtual game master for escape rooms, so. Oh, I just, wow. Yeah, so. Oh, we that's love my escape rooms. General side anxiety. hustle. Um, as I'm just right now, like, I'm in LA, I'm also enjoying the weather, and it's very nice. Sorry again to everyone who's <laughs> somewhere else. Um, just kind of auditioning, hustling out here, and, um. As far as previous projects, uh, I think you can watch... It's called The Marshall now, I think. Bill Tillman and the Outlaws. I think. Yes. Watch it as a series on Amazon Prime or something. Oh, they
0: broke it up into a series. like. Uh, I
4: think so. I'm not entirely... I not know that. And um, I have a film uh, called Ithaca that's also, I think, on Prime Video. Um, 1940s family war drama I did a while back. Uh, so...
3: Yes. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I like I like how she just kind of throws that under there. It was directed by Meg Ryan. Tom Hanks is in it, and she works with Sam Shepard. So yeah, let's, let's give that a little weight to it. That okay? is a career
4: highlight. She's working like, with oh. Sam Shepard. It's fine. And, <laughs> uh, and and
3: and Huey from The Boys. Uh,
4: yeah. It's, it's funny. I never. I didn't meet him because uh, we didn't have any scenes together. Um, But I recently went to a comedy show out here um, because the Soldier Boys and Jack Quaid are all in a comedy group, sketch comedy group together. And I went out and saw them perform and I met Jack for the first time actually a couple months ago. So that was kind of fun. Oh, he
0: seems like such a nice guy. Yeah. Awesome. And of course, Dan Franco, I know you got something you want to talk about. A little plug. I always
4: want
3: to talk about the recursion theorem. There you go. the comedy of horrors. Please watch it. Please help us make a comedy of horrors volume two um, and rate it, review it, all that stuff. Um, I have uh, this this little short noir um, thriller that uh, we we've had out for a while. It got kicked off of Amazon because it was it was just too much for Amazon man. Um, it just didn't get the the I guess the the traction or the eyeballs that you know. It's hard with a short film um, to to really drum up interest, but it's uh. It plays like a lost episode of The Twilight Zone. It's got a little mm-hmm. Shining to it. It's got a little Hitchcock to it, um, and uh, you know, I'm incredibly proud of it, and uh, just trying to get people to to find it. And it's uh, it's a, you can find it on YouTube if you search Recursion Theorem movie, um, or recursiontheorem.com, dot uh, com. It's it's also there. So, um,
2: it really so, yeah. is, it really is a magnificent piece um thank really you. truly beautiful stunning you know one-man show stunning like you know cinematography it really is yeah. beautiful so please uh second that i second everything all my friends say but you know like i really really love this one <laughs> <laughs>
0: awesome. um,
5: and i just want to say that alexis stop being a kiss ass please thank you <laughs> uh- <laughs> Al, Al, where Al? Where do you live? What, what's that skyline? What the hell's that? Oh, where are that you?
0: Looks like New York, but this is a virtual background. I'm in Maryland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Weren't you out a here? Convincing
4: backdrop. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I yeah.
0: literally thought that's until where you, you were. So you see the, the first
2: time I thought it. First time I saw it, I was like, "Where the fuck are you? That's daylight right now." Like. Oh. <laughs> Are you in Hawaii? Like, what the fuck? Hawaii.
0: I knew. I do like well, Hawaii. It's
5: still daylight. It's still daylight in L.A. Welcome to heaven. Uh, but nice. um, I thought Al. I was like, I know you're not in L.A. because it's a gloomy ass city. But like, I was like, where are you? Uh, okay. Yeah, I know. It looks very very
0: convincing. cool. Virtual background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So before we end tonight's uh, interview for uh, the cast of a comedy of Hearts, if you go around. Let us know who you are, the character you play, um, a plug for comedy horrors, and let us know on, you're on Below the Belt Show. Let's start with Dan.
3: Hey, I'm Dan Franco. I play Chuckles in the Comedy of Horrors Volume One, and you're on the I fucked it up. Damn it. Stop <laughs> drinking
0: it. Dan, I, too.
5: Dan, I forgot my what? character name, so you're fine. <laughs>
3: aren't you aren't you Larry?
0: You are Larry, yes.
3: You are Larry. Boy, <laughs> you I I again, now Dan. I know I know now. <laughs> now, 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 now it's going to become a thing. Once We're I, once I screw one, and I'm trying to sound. Yeah, okay. Hey, I'm Dan Franco. I play Chuckles in a Comedy of Horrors, Volume One, and you're watching Below the Belt Show.
0: Christine hey
4: i'm christine nelson i play lucy in a comedy of horrors volume one and you're watching the below
0: the belt show awesome jimmy
5: hey my name's jimmy bellinger i play larry in a comedy of horrors and you're watching the below the belt show
0: <laughs> nice that's where Berkeley is <laughs> <laughs> hey, alexis <that's-> barone <laughs> fella filipina
2: okay so- okay see you um Hey, what's up? It's Alexis Baroni. I play Christine in A Comedy of Horrors, Volume 1, and you are watching the one, the only, Below the Belt Show.
0: Yes, I love it. Thank you so much. And let's (laughs) do a nice photo op on the count of three. Everyone smile. One, two, and three. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, I
2: love it. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Awesome.
0: Christine and Jimmy, thank you so much for joining us.
4: Thank you so much
2: Thank for you.
4: having me. Yeah, yeah, you guys awesome.
0: are awesome. And have a fun, good night. Fun.
5: It's great to, it's great to uh, talk to you again. Great to see you again.